Hey, buddy, my buddy. Hey. <laughs> Have you seen any of my text messages? No. What's happening? Uh, I text you earlier this morning asking if we could do this at 11.45. Ooh. Because we have a vet appointment at one thirty, but that's okay. That just means this will be a little speedier than usual. <laughs> Sorry, speed's the name of my game. Uh, we got an in-bed host and an out-of-bed host. <laughs> uh, have you been out of your bed today? Yeah, I had to get my computer. Oh, of course, of course. I don't sleep with my computer. <laughs> Come on, get your head out of your ass. You're the one who's asleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, well, thanks for being here. It's great to, great to be here, William. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for making time for Nets Nation. Of course. Ha- happy to, Nets Nation. We're a nation in peril. <laughs> we, have, we, gonna... we have the troops of the, of the Eastern Conference lining up at our borders. Yes, there are. There are at least 150,000 uh, Eastern Conference troops. <laughs> Each of whom has a better record than us. <laughs> yeah, it's that a said, lot of teams to leapfrog over it, the next 20 games or so. Yeah, we're going to be playing some serious leapfrog. Simon, why don't you welcome people back and then we will get into this. Because I think we want to start on a more positive note. But uh, Yeah, maybe you is... do. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, that's fair. Hey, look, Nets Nation, you better welcome back to another episode of Maybe Next time. I am your host, William Bluer, with my co-host. His name's Simon McCormack. <laughs> Nets Nation. We are on a break, thank God. <laughs> we are back. They are on a break. We are back as we are each and every unrelenting week to talk all things Nets Nation and Simon. Uh, have we got a very special all-star themed show for our all-star listeners right yes yes they're all stars you you are all stars listeners we really appreciate you out there we we do this for you really and and our love of you yeah there's there's i mean if you searched for other reasons why you i mean there's just no evidence that there is any no no you're the you're our our raison d'etre <laughs> Simon, the Nets have won two out of their last three games. Incredible. Yes. yes and- uh, mercifully without Kyrie Irving. He uh, tough to get a W with that guy in the lineup, it turns out. Uh, not tough to get a win when Cam Thomas is hotter than a pizza roll fresh out the oven. <laughs> yes, he was. he was on a pizza roll. Uh, against the Knicks, that was incredible. Uh, it, uh, you know, he has more uh, clutch in him than, uh, you know, um, James Harden and Ben Simmons combined already. Uh, he lives for the spotlight. There were some other great, LaMarcus Aldridge, great to have him back. He is pretty important to this team, even though he's coming off the bench now, I guess, to say. Drummond's ego, or I mean, I, I think he's better than Drummond personally. But I mean, offensively, he's more impactful than Drummond. Uh, yes. Um, but Bruce Brown, has Drummond been... is averaging over twelve rebounds a game on on the Nets. Uh, yeah, no, he had nineteen uh, against the Knicks. Yeah, 
Um, no, he is a good rebounder, um, for sure. Uh, uh, Bruce Brown has been has made a return to glory um, in the last three games or so. He's looked much more like himself. It's It's been a good thing. I was really hoping that we could roll in with three wins because uh, that Wizards game was was not inspiring. Um, but I do think there's a little bit different mojo to this to this team. And I believe, William, perhaps you disagree with me, but I believe <clears throat> it actually started with the Heat game, which we did lose, but we played much better than we had in in quite a while. Um, and it's kind of rolled into to this. But we, yes, we're still we're still struggling against teams like the Wizards, so I don't know that we can really yeah, celebrate no, you, too much. Yeah, it's it's tough, 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 tough loss to the Wizards. It was a back to back. However, they they were on a back to back as well. Um, Cam Thomas though twenty one point four points a game on forty eight percent shooting over the last eight games. Simon, is it too late for him to get serious Rookie of the Year consideration? <laughs> Never too late. I mean. What I found most impressive was that uh, he was both entrusted to and he successfully did lead them at at uh, the point guard position for the entire fourth quarter and made like good decisions when they started to trap him. And all right, you know, uh, great, 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 great. Sorry to cut you off, Simon. Is is you think it's too late for rookie of the year? Do you think it's too late to tank this season, go for a draft, try to build around Cam Thomas? This no, is a piece of the It's Nets never future. too late for that. We already know how good we are at tanking unintentionally. Um, because I think if we get one of these guys, your uh, Banchero or your Chad, whatever his name is, the tall guy. There's some tall guys coming in in the draft. That's what I'm getting at. You pair them with point god Cam Thomas, and we have a run not at like one or two championships with KD, but we have a decade at least of contention. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> okay. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm feeling very weird about this this team right now. Okay, well let's get let's get to some news. Then we're gonna talk, Simon. One of the the uh, the sweetest topics because it's hypothetical and will n- none of it will ever happen. Buyout candidates. Oh, okay. Uh, then we're gonna get to all of our all star related content. There's a mailbag, and I have inserted a little fun segment into our all star uh all-star talk simon that i'm going to reveal to you and i think you're going to enjoy it's going to involve some some rhyming some punning oh okay uh, things that that you're a big fan of okay so let's get though first to the news uh headline of the week simon this is from the new york post uh a venerable old rag that i know you and i both revere Yes. Uh, for all its takes, sports and otherwise, uh, Mayor Adams calls barring Kyrie Irving from Barclays unfair. And then here's a big comma. <laughs> comma won't change rule. Yeah, but that's not. I don't think that that's. I mean, how recently was that written? That's as that's as hot off the press as you can get. That was really? after the flurry of things that were like, I think maybe Adams is into changing the rules. Yeah, I I do continue to think that he's that he's going to. 
Um, I, I, I think that he, he's like, he had said like he's struggling with it. He doesn't want, he, th- he thinks that changing the rule will send quote mixed messages. Um, I think a big part of it right now is that I think he wants to get away. I, th- I think he wants to create some distance between changing the rule for essentially Kyrie Irving and you mean just having athletes and entertainers, athletes and entertainers of which there is one person that would be impacted. Um, and, um, uh, and just having laid off more than a thousand city workers for not getting the vaccine. Right. That, Gleefully that... laid off a thousand city workers. Right. Um, I mean, fulfilling yes. what seems to have been a lifelong goal of, of, uh, Eric Adams. Yeah. Tightening, tightening the city's belt is, is the name of his game. Um, Eric Adams is his name. Uh, <laughs> and, but I, yeah, yeah it's going to make you long for the, the, uh, progressive day of Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're. Um, different styles, similar, similar outlooks. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, so I still continue. I know I say this every week. I, I, I really, I mean, you know, Adam Silver clearly putting pressure, trying to put some, some public pressure on the mayor. Like that's the reason he was asked in the first place about this. Um, but he, um, you know, I, I, I think I think we're trending in the right direction for that to happen. Um, but Well, as it stands, Simon, Kyrie Irving will be playing in five of the next 13 games. Yeah. Uh, my question for you, can the Nets handle five more losses right now? Because <laughs> that's all they seem to do when he plays. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't – I mean, I, that's the thing. I think, I think as you've pointed out, on this very pod Kyrie as a solo act um, with a bunch of scrubs does not a winning team make. Um, I think they're four and 10 or something. Um, so I'm not that excited to get him back as a, on his own. I, I would like to see the three of them or even maybe two of the, our three stars uh-huh. come together because uh, I, then I do think you do start to see some some trickle down impacts of of Kyrie being there, but um, yeah, I, I I don't know that him just him coming back. All right, is good. Uh, you know, clearly is not good. Uh, it has never led to team success. His presence, I mean, his solo presence, as you mentioned. Um, last bit of Nets news, Simon. It comes in the form of you sending a tweet. Oh, yeah. Inside Kevin Durant's role in Brooklyn Nets' James Harden trade. So, Simon, I know technically the byline says Ramona Shelburne and uh, Adrian Wojnarowski on this article. Well, this is actually this Jake Schiffer This one. is the Jake Schiffer Okay, this this is the Jake Fisher? Jake Fisher. Fisher, sorry. Yeah, Jake Fisher article. Uh, but I would say you had the same intel. You just aren't spraying it around uh, willy nilly like these reporters, right? Yeah, I, I knew it. Uh, so why don't you tell us what you and Jake uh, uncovered? Well, Jake and I, who's a great partner, a little bit of a credit hound, but <laughs> um, 
That's okay, Jake. I know, I know you're you're um, ambitious. Um, he basically lays out the um, what I would suspect comes from Rich Kleinman or someone in Katie's camp. Um, what at least they want to portray as Kevin Durant's uh, heavy hand in both the organization generally. And um, this particular decision in particular, saying that he was reluctant at first, I mean, I think totally understandable being reluctant to trade one of your best players to another team in exchange for someone who hasn't played basketball since June or so. Does that make you at all nervous? Yes, it's very, yes. I mean, <laughs> every everything that has been said is like led with that caveat, like... Yes, he pulled the trigger on this trade. Yes, he's he warmed to the idea. But the first thing that it always says is that he was resistant. He didn't think this was going to be good. He wanted to keep James Harden. Um, um, but, you know, yeah, eventually just, yeah, it lays out that, like, he became concerned, as was James Harden's plan, that... Um, you know, James Harden would be um, not giving his 100% um, were we to, to keep him um, and just felt like, you know, a more motivated Ben Simmons would be better than that. Um, but um, it also lays out some interesting little nuggets I found, uh, William. His <clears throat> role, according to the article, in the Nets drafting Cam Thomas, and funny that he that he, it's sort of a, um, a all about Eve, uh, stars born, stars born. That's the one uh, type of thing, right? Yeah, when he's, when he's he's drafted the very person who will soon replace him. Right, that's right. Um, soon, yes, he'll be a degenerate alcoholic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. I mean, that's not even a spoiler. Um, that's that's pretty early on. <clears throat> um, yeah, so he... but And also in his role in saying that he did not really think the Nets should trade Cam Thomas at the, at the deadline, which I find interesting because... Um, I mean, I guess if the trade were, like, getting a draft pick or something, then... Um, you know, that makes sense because Cam Thomas can currently play basketball on the, on this team that's trying to win a championship. But if you're talking about a trade for, I, I don't know, this is just totally made up, you know, may, maybe you couldn't get it, but some kind of, you know, like a, uh, who's that guy that's kind of, that I liked for a long time and is now kind of washed, uh, the wing. Um, he's been traded like seven, Robert Covington, in, Robert Covington. Like, let's say you get a Robert Covington. Like you, I could see the argument that Robert Covington is, as kind of semi washed as he is now could be more useful to this Nets team who has ball handler. You know what? I, I I'm not saying that's necessarily true, but you could make that argument, <clears throat> but for Kevin Durant to be like, no, 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 we need to keep this young player who's erratic and shooting. And I think, you know, potentially is not going to play a huge role on a, on a playoff Nets team. Maybe he will hope that he does, but you know, it's, it's an interesting move. I, I, I think that that shows that Kevin Durant is, is a little bit different than your, your like when it all costs, when now kind of like, I think he has some sentimentality in his, his decision-making. Uh-huh. 
Uh, anything else from that article jump out? Uh, nothing about Kyrie, which I think again suggests, or not really much about Kyrie being to blame, or you know. So I again, I think that suggests that this is this is a this is KD's inside KD take on what KD wants you to think about and know about about this this trade. Right. Nobody say anything bad about Kyrie ever. <laughs> yes. Um, and you know, like most things that um people people love uh it will ultimately be his undoing yeah yeah i mean it, it it very well could be i i know you're you're beating that train uh beating that drum i mean you could already argue it has been his undoing <laughs> but yes if you want to see further if you need more evidence than you already have yeah we can keep going with this uh, <laughs> at least till the end of this season um when Kyrie, you know pray to God, does not choose to continue playing basketball. Um, did the fact that James Harden postponed uh, postponed his debut till after the All-Star game, does that make you feel at all, uh, I don't know, better that maybe he is injured, maybe he is a bum, maybe he is all the uh, hunk of junk epithets you were throwing at him? Well, I still think he's the hunger junk epithets because I think w- way before he was like supremely dissatisfied, way before like your king's level of, of effort, uh-huh. Harden was still hunker junking. Okay. Um, and that was out of his control. Um, I mean, or it was at least at the very most, it was in his his neurotic mind's control, which he was not able to fully, uh, you know, get a, get a handle on. But. <clears throat> No, I, I, I at first thought that, thought that maybe there was something going on with his hamstring when, when I saw this. But the more I see it, it's just like I think they're like similar to Ben Simmons, hope, hopefully, the way <laughs> Ben Simmons is like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're trending in the right direction. But, you know, a lot of still seeing my therapist, still got to really, you know, work on, you know, whatever. Um like I think similarly, James Harden is like, let's just sort of let let's try to uh, make it look like I wasn't just trying to to force them in his hand here. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, it's uh time to turn Simon to our old friend. Uh, he's a dapper fellow. Okay. By the name of Monsieur Buyout Candidates. <laughs> He's wearing the derby in the corner. Uh, okay, so anyway, uh, Mr. Buyout, buyout Candidate is um, looming over Nets Nation. Rumors abound. Fantasies abound, really. As we all sit around thinking, who's going to get bought out and how well will they fit with this Nets team? Four names came up in a recent fan-cited Nothing But Nets article. And I wanted to throw these names at you, and I'm just going to say the name, and then I want your immediate whatever comes to mind when you hear this name, okay? Okay, I'm ready. First one, Itawan Moore. Um, <clears throat> totally useless. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe. Um, somewhat interested. Defensive-minded, could-be-good guard, right? Yes, bad in the playoffs. But... All right, 
uh, Gary Harris. Ooh, Gary Harris. Can you pair us together? <laughs> We'd be into Gary Harris. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think that could be an interesting pickup. Final one. This is maybe the the most tantalizing, though I don't I think maybe the least good fit for the Nets. Goran Dragic. Yeah, yeah. Um I would be interested in Goran Dragic just because he is has been really good in, in playoff series past. Yeah. Uh but more of more of like an offensive guard which we have quite a few of at this point yes though if you're thinking Kyrie will go down um that could help a little bit yeah I I do I do think what's interesting is I saw that Woj was reporting like last night that the Bucks are in the lead for him um because Mm -hmm. exactly as you've described the Nets are and the Nets and other teams have less of a role that they can promise him Right. Um, the Bucks are depleted in the guard position, even though they just got Bembry, for God's sakes. How many more oh, guards do you that, want? That really could come back to bite us. They needed another wing, and he's going to fit in perfectly there. Yeah, so I don't know how many more um, pockets they want to pick from us. But um, I will say, Goran does have many Nets connections. He actually played with Steve in his young days, played with Steve Nash, played with Sean Marks, played with Amari Stoudemire. Ooh. And also played with, I want to say James Johnson at one of their stops, maybe Miami. Yeah, Miami, Miami for sure. <clears throat> okay, very interesting. Um, any other names that you've been hearing that that are uh, exciting? No, that you've mentioned several names that I wasn't even aware. So you you have brought more excitement than I than I had. Oh well, you know, great to hear. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Simon, it's time to turn to our mailbag, which is going to get us into our all-star talk. Ooh, doctor, doctor. So, a friend of the show, IRL, Jay-Z, wrote in, I think there is possible fun to be had around the idea that no team has needed the all-star break as badly as our team needs the all-star break. A point I've been hammering the last couple (laughs) of weeks. Uh, This break could not have come soon enough. Um, he says, where are they going in Cleveland to gel as a team? So that's the first thing we're going to do where hypothetically, where are the nets? In, Cause the game is in Cleveland. Where are they going to go to gel? Uh, then he wants us to give us an imaginary behind the scenes take on how Simmons is going to win over this new group of guys and their coaches. So that's part two of this little exercise. And part three, does anyone trust Kyrie? to catch them in a trust fall. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let's start with the first one, Cleveland, Simon. Mm. Uh, Now, I approached this in the only way I knew how, and that was to Google search, what do people do in Cleveland? Uh Because I, as much as I love King James, I really don't know that much about the uh, city he played in for so long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I looked through a number of like, you know, TripAdvisor top whatever destinations in Cleveland. And I've got three things here that stood out at all that weren't just like Cleveland Museum, Cleveland Park, Cleveland Botanic Garden, Cleveland Zoo. You know, like all, uh-huh. all cities have those and it's probably just... 
a blah version of those. These three things stood out to me. First one, and this is definitely the most famous and probably the only one I could have named prior to doing this exercise, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm, you got to go to the rock and roll. So the team's going to go there. My question for you, Simon, which net is the biggest rock and roller, baby? <laughs> well, it was James Harden, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Who's got a bad boy rocker attitude? <laughs> Who's, like, trash in the hotels? Yeah. I could see James Johnson maybe getting a little crazy. I'd yeah. say that mostly just because of, of, like, neck tattoos. Right. He has the look of a of a, of a rock and roller. Um, I think he may have be aging out of it a bit. Yeah, I think so. And, like, that yeah. uh, when we did the um, uh, the look into his the apartment that he bought, it yeah. did include a Zen garden. Which, yeah, although he, that is kind of rock and rollery, because, like, yeah. you know, like, you're part-time just, like, yes. coked out of your mind, and then the other time you're repenting in your Zen garden. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, you're detoxing. Yeah. Um, totally. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think that is a very a very plausible answer. Um, you know who I think might be kind of a party animal, though, is Patty Mills. Oh, well, in I like mean, Australians nice, are fun guys. Yeah. yeah, not in a destructive exactly like not exactly a fit with a rock star because i think you think of like smashing up a hotel room mm-hmm. creating havoc for your your handlers etc but i think of it more as like a fun club night sure okay so he's like the one from the band who doesn't like go on to a life of of rehab and and various addictions but instead is just like you know somehow manages to get through like a decade spent just partying and emerge as like you know now i'm a math teacher or something right right exactly and be like oh yeah that was that was crazy that was wacky i remember that yeah yeah now i'm married i've got kids and life is fine exactly a quick a quick little um side note here william that you made me think of this because there is some some nice person clubbing in this film there's a new movie it was released for valentine's day on prime called i want you back it char it stars charlie day of um if you think uh, claire and i haven't already watched that then you're you're dumber than you look (laughs) okay i'm I'm sorry we didn't uh, talk about it yesterday yeah that was a missed opportunity uh right sorry charlie day and i'm not even yes the woman who is also in parks and rec um pretty good Right. Oh, yes. So they they. Oh, uh, yeah. And she's an obvious child. That's, uh, oh, that's okay. what I know her from. Okay. From obvious child. Right. And they like try to ruin their ex's new thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So wait, what does that have to do with rock and roll? Oh, because there's a scene where Charlie Day and the guy, the ex. Of... Oh, they go to the club. Yeah. But it's like a nice. And they yeah, go I mean, home I guess with they the do teenage bring home, girls. Unbeknownst <laughs> to them, they do bring home teenagers, which is not exactly a good time fun. But yeah, that was um, that. Oh yeah, and Pete Davidson was in that scene, and they yeah. jump into that hot, that little hot tub from the second yeah. deck. <laughs> with the love of my life, yeah. Right, and uh, yeah, the dad comes home, and yeah, it's <laughs> it's a funny scene. Um. Okay, so next place in Cleveland that they could go, Simon. I've only got two more. The Great Lakes Science Center. 
Okay. So, you know, like if it were the Cleveland Science Center, I would have passed on it. But this is like specific to a very, you know, a geographic feature of the area. Uh-huh. Uh, you can't just plop a Great Lake Science Center anywhere. No, you can't. Uh, which, try. Just try. try. Which net, Simon, strikes you as the most scientific of the bunch? Hmm. Uh, I would say Kevin Durant. Okay. I think he's got kind of a... You remember that story that was written back in the glory days of the Nets, like, less than a year ago? Um, that was like, that mentioned like the comet thing, uh, um, the, the comet theory. It was written in the New York times magazine oh, and it right, starts yeah. with like the whatever. So, um, you know, Ke- Kevin Durant seemed to be quite intrigued by that. Yeah. I mean, I think that had something to do with the copious amounts of weed <laughs> that he was, uh, <laughs> imbibing in but you know there's a scientific bent to all that's you know sort of speculation and whatnot yeah yeah. uh okay and final one and i think you'll really like this one because i now know this is your favorite christmas movie you can visit the christmas story house which apparently it was set in cleveland awesome um which net simon is most like that leg lamp from a Christmas story. <laughs> uh, who's like the tackiest, kitschy, but kind of charming? Uh, um, Blake? Yeah, maybe Blake. It's like, okay, I guess we have Blake still. He's It's good stuff. Yeah, I don't know if anyone really fits that. That it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to compare a professional <laughs> basketball player to, to a leg lamp in a kids movie. But yes. yeah, it, well, you know, nice try. Well worth trying. Well worth trying. Absolutely. Uh, anything else in Cleveland that you're aware of that these guys might these knuckleheads might get into to bond? So, William, my pick for this was the um, play. Uh, Ohio's largest indoor adventure park, play, play, colon, CBUS. I don't know what that means, but it's some kind of indoor adventure park. The reason play, colon, CBUS. Yes, correct. Okay. And then it says, CB, it, yes, I, I do not. Long story short, I do not know what this is actually called. Okay. Um, but it is on the internet as Ohio's largest indoor adventure park. Um, the reason why, William, is that it has a ropes course, hmm. which is your classic team building um, activity. And I'm just imagining, to IRL Jay-Z's point about the trust fall, to me, I think Kyrie's brand of toxicity is unique in that I think he would catch someone in a trust fall. And I think he would really, like, you know, that that player... Let's say it's it's Bruce Brown or something, and he catches him, and Bruce Brown says, wow, you know, I was really starting to doubt that because you've abandoned us for one reason or another over the years. Um, and Kyrie says, you know, you know, really gets to like, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way. Let's talk about this. Let's, you know, whatever. Let's, let's you know, I feel like we're, we're starting to get, you know, um, 
a, a deeper connection, you and I, just from this trust call. Let, let's talk, you know, over dinner about, you know, our, our various ins and outs and see what more we can sort of unpack. And then he just never shows up to dinner, never even acknowledges that he had planned the dinner and doesn't really talk to Bruce Brown for the rest of the season. And Bruce Brown has no idea why. Oh, right. OK, that's the, the, I like where that went. Uh, <laughs> similar to my Kyrie trust fall, my thought was uh, Kyrie wouldn't even make an effort to catch them. And then when the player got upset, uh, he would explain to them that they only think that they fell to the ground, right? <laughs> but really, if you look at it from his perspective, the ground fell to them, and they were able to catch the ground. Right, right. Yeah, that's usually someone that, that Kevin Durant would also find quite appealing. I think that's why he likes Kyrie, because he's just <laughs> like, you know, high, and he's like, wow, that's that's so right. <laughs> I caught the ground when you allowed me to fall on my face. Thank you, Kyrie. <laughs> Can I also say my last thing on this is that I'm imagining during the ropes course that, you know, there's usually like a big tall wall. It's like the final obstacle. I'm imagining yeah. poor Blake, like, just <sighs> struggling to get up and like, I can do it, guys. Don't right. worry. Right. Or there's it. just like there's like this minor there's this little jump that has to be made, right? And there's just like six year old kids flying over it, right? And then you have the former dunk king of the NBA yes. and he's just can't do it. Yes. Oh Blake. Keep doing the prank show stuff. Uh all right, final bit of IRL Jay Z's prompt for us, Simon. Ben Simmons, how is he going to win his teammates over? Yeah. Any thoughts? I suspect that he will um set, much like he's tried to win over the the public, he he will try to do so by sending the Nets video of him making free throws. <laughs> That's uh, a good. One. If you if you don't if you don't believe this, Right. Uh, I, I don't know what I can show you because I'm awesome at making free throws in these videos. Well, I think Ben Simmons is aware that the Nets are, at this point in the season, seven, they're in need of a break. They're they're overworked and they're stressed. Ah, okay. And I think ben, there's no one better than Ben Simmons to teach them how to chill out, right? <laughs> Go to yeah. work. He's got a solution for you. Don't go to work. <laughs> make a public appearance. Nah. Don't make a public appearance. No. How about just no. do whatever you want to do, so long as that thing isn't the thing you're being paid millions of dollars to do. Yeah, I. Is I, there I, any better guru for this than, <laughs> than Ben Simmons? Uh, no. And I would also add to that: um, do a press conference, sleepwalk through that press conference. <laughs> that guy was. I, I mean, what a ball of energy. Oh yeah, um, he is really good. That's what he's done his whole career. Is just like, like truly do enough to make it so that like you tick the box that you did it, but no, no, nothing else. Right, but at the same time, you you respect. That's like that's what Kyrie can't do. Right, that's what oh, yeah. you just wish Kyrie could do, but he could right. never pull that off. Yeah, no, that that's true. I mean, they're too. Or two um, sides of the same coin. Yeah, I feel like Ben Simmons has had 
has gone to the same hypnotist that um, that Ron Livingston's character went to in Office yeah. Space, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, nah, I don't think I'll do that anymore, <laughs> ever again, ever again. Okay, it's a, the playoffs are in a week, Ben. Uh, how's the how's the ramp up going? Yeah, we're making progress for sure. <laughs> He's like meeting with Sean Marks without Steve Nash knowing. And it just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, got a meeting with the Bobs later. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, this is my fun little all-star twist here. So oh, I'm, boy. I'm okay. on Folks you. should know I do not have any foreknowledge of this. So. Right. So, you know how Common at the all-star game, like, introduces each player and he does it with, like, a verse? Do you uh-huh. know this? I didn't know that, but yeah. I so he'll like, it. yeah, he'll be like, uh, if you wanna, if you wanna see a rack attack, then you let's all welcome Shaq. You know, got it. Like got that. it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I want to do that for some Nets players. Oh God. Okay. So, I mean, I I don't know how to do this. This is. We'll I... come up with a verse. We'll come up with a verse for uh-huh. for various Nets players. I'm gonna start with one, just to get the sort of creative juices great, flowing. Great, okay. Great. And uh, all right, so my first one, Simon. <laughs> I think you'll like it. Few things in life are as pretty as Hilton, comma Paris. But that's just because you haven't seen a three-point shot from my man Joe Harris. Whoa! <laughs> Boom! Mic drop. Mic drop. That was a major <laughs> mic drop. Okay, so that's what I'd like us to try to come up with for some of these other guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got one. I've, I've got sort of one in my head for Kyrie Irving. If you want to hear it, yes, love to. Um, all right, something like there's a vaccine out, but this guy's swerving. He's taking it to the rack. His name's Kyrie Irving. <laughs> good yeah yeah uh okay so you want to try for any like a bruce brown that's an easy rhymer or a seth curry right let me do okay rhyme. here we go here we go here we go uh uh if your team's been dull and it needs a little spice why uh why not try a uh why not go in a hurry for a bowl of uh seth curry <laughs> Um, if the he, Indian dish, right? yeah, 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 right, right, right. Uh, I guess it's not necessarily Indian. No, 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 it's not. No, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um. Okay. How about Drummond, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant? Oh, okay, okay. Um. His crossover is going to make you face plant. You know who I'm talking about. It's Kevin Durant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. How about um, the, the defenders try to block his shot, but you know they can't. It's Kevin Durant. Uh, 
Yeah, very good, very good. You're getting it. You're getting the it. The curry uh, one was. Really I should. Good. I should say. Yeah, the curry <laughs> one was long for sure. Uh, <laughs> I I took this from a uh, a no dunks episode. I should I should acknowledge that this was something they did for for the All Stars. Okay. Uh, okay, I got one for Bruce Brown. And now it's going to take some. It's a kind of a slant rhyme, Simon. A slant rhyme. It's not not a full. Full-blown one. Okay. Uh, it's going to require some mispronunciation for, for our listeners here. Um, sure, he's short, but he's a master of the offensive rebound. Who else am I thinking of but Mr. Bruce Brown? Yes, that is great. By the way, he had he had an ing- – speaking of offensive rebound, a critical offensive re- – like two offensive rebounds um, in that Knicks game. Really? He was really, yeah, he was back to his old self. Like, yeah, just do like you've talked about, like always getting the critical rebound, always there, like in the right place, at the right time. It was, it was a revelation. Again, then we lost to the Wizards. If if I could put my retirement savings into a rebound fund, I hope it's going to be managed by Andre Drummond. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some financial literacy you're dropping, baby. <laughs> I mean, it would be, uh, it would be a really uh, hot fund. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it would be a nice, good, good fund. <laughs> it'd be a really nice rebound fund. <laughs> uh, how about a Simmons? I'm not trying anymore. You can't do any more. <laughs> You've exhausted I like it. I did too. That's more than I ever thought I could. Um. All right. Well, I already did this for the last podcast. Uh, title. Oh yes, with Ben Simmons. So. Yes. What was it again? When life gives you Simmons. Right. When life gives you Simmons. That is a wonderful um podcast title. Oh, thanks, William. Hats off. Thanks. Yeah. Uh. Um. I'm just trying to think of other players on our team that have a good rhyming name. Okay. Well, anyway, we got a little bit out of this. You got a lot out of that. Are you kidding me? We got a lot out of that. Like half the roster. Um, If this this player, if this rookie comes to town, you should... Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't even bother bringing out your four words because he's such a good defender. He's Kessler Edwards. <laughs> that was awful. That was awful. Yeah, we got it. We got it. <laughs> that was awful. Um, this guy should be rookie of the year. I promise. You know his name. It's Cam. Oh, Thomas. okay, okay. Yeah, Return yeah, to glory. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Simon, when are you tuning into tonight's uh, fun activities? Are you doing the skills challenge? Are you doing the three point, or are you just sticking with the the dunk contest tonight? So, I have decided like once and for all that I do not care about all-star weekend. Like I, I just have no, 
interest in any of the like i think we even had somebody from our team is in the three-point contest maybe patty mills patty mills is 100 percent. and is that the only player that we have you know a lot of our players are hurt um, the only part yes cam thomas was snubbed from rising stars right right uh they'll look back on that with uh regret one day right so i would say i plan to if patty mills wins um look at a replay of him but he is not is, he is not the uh the vegas favorite at the moment i'm sure i mean especially if people have seen him shooting lately yeah no it's a it's generally a pretty boring weekend i i don't pay much attention last night was the celebrity game and the rising stars game Cade mm. cunningham was mvp of the rising stars game oh great you know who hey can i just very quickly say I know we're all nervous. I, I know I think about it at least once a day, William, about those picks we owe the Rockets. Uh-huh. But something that makes me feel better about at least the swaps um, is the fact that the guy that they drafted this year, something green. Jalen Green. Jalen Green is like not on any top 10 rookie ladder list. He's... I know. And he was like a preseason he, uh, favorite for rookie of the year because he was he gets so he gets tons of minutes. Um, he's just so wildly inefficient. Yes. Yes. I mean, he's yes. Yeah, so far. I mean, again, you don't want to really condemn a guy who's played less than one season in the NBA um, and is like whatever, 19 or 20. But um yeah, starting out, he looks like a right, exactly a high volume, low efficiency scorer. Um, not exactly a tough commodity to come by in the NBA. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, no, I agree. I think that uh, I, I hope, I hope that when um, this whole Kyrie experience is over uh, and ends in ignominy. Uh, that we still retain Sean Marks because yes, I know this didn't work out and clearly won't work out, but it's incredible what he's done. Yeah, um, and absolutely. It, you know, he made a trash team interesting enough to attract some of the biggest stars in the league. It just, unfortunately, one of them is a historic head case. Um, <laughs> and, and and he's his he's drafted so many diamonds in the rough. And yes. is just seeding the league with young talent at this point. Um because we can't keep anyone because uh because it's Kyrie's home now. Um <laughs> but uh, yeah, I hope he sticks around. I hope this wasn't I mean, I'm sure this isn't fun. Like I'm sure it was way more fun building like that D-Lo team and doing that than than basically kowtowing to KD and Kyrie. Right. I I also feel like don't you feel like that the the like him getting into the to the details of the of the Simmons Harden trade was like, like whoa, I haven't worked this muscle in a while. Yeah. Like, holy shit, this is being a GM here this part. Right. Uh am I doing it okay, KD? <laughs> right. I mean, you do have to run everything by KD, but but at least like I can't imagine he was like KD was like, okay, Here's the parameters on the like twenty seven pick. Right. If they um, say Nyang, you walk. Right. Right. Um. All right, Simon. We will be back next week. The Nets will have played another couple games. Uh. K- 
KD may be coming back. There was a little hope there from a, a, a notoriously unreliable Steve Nash. Yes, though he mostly seems like he's saying like it's very unlikely he comes back immediately after the All-Star break. And do you think we see, because this is a big talking point in a lot of national casts, do you think we see our buddy Ben Simmons before Kevin Durant comes back? Uh, <laughs> I would bet not. Um, right, I think the, the thing is that like – they don't think he wants to come back without the security blanket of Kevin Durant. Is that right? Yes. Too much pressure. Right. Which is what you want to hear about your new superstar. <laughs> your new, always notoriously pressure averse superstar. <laughs> have have we already soured on Ben Simmons? I hate Ben Simmons. No. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't. I mean, it's like, it's so, a part of me is like, Jesus Christ, we've got to get these players back. Like, I have loved the the Seth Curry Drummond jolt that we got, but I'm not sure that jolt is really going to carry us. I mean, no. it already again, it's already faltering. We basically should have only won that first game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we right. We had to take a historic comeback, right? Um, to to win the Knicks game. So yeah, um, we still definitely suck. Um, without our four four best players, um. And, um, yeah, so I would love to get them back immediately, obviously, but a part of me is also just like, fuck it. Who, I mean, like this season is totally off the rails. Like whatever happens is just going to happen. Like I, a little bit of me has tried to like, just, I mean, go with the flow. we have to get some Ben Simmons in. Like it is imperative that the that we get to see what he looks like now as a basketball player. The sooner, yeah. the better. The more, the merrier, because he doesn't have to be a permanent part of this team. You know, like he is right. still like there are are there were many teams that were interested in him. Yeah. So it's possible that we could move on from him, but we just need him to get on the court to know whether or not that is <laughs> something that we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So by the time one week from now we record, will Ben Simmons have recorded his first game as a Brooklyn net? I'm going to say no. Uh, will the nets have recorded another win? No, because I think we play the Celtics, the white we, hot. Celtics. we do play the Celtics. Yeah. Um, that ain't good. Um, maybe we'll lose by less than 89 to 125 or whatever it was last time we played the Celtics, but that's about the most I can hope for, I I think. Um, yeah, without, without a Harden infusion, I mean, sorry, oh. a Durant infusion. Oh, and then we play the Bucks. We get a, a, a brief night off to play the NBA champion Bucks. Who have been... Eh, disappointing this season. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, not quite clinging to the eighth seed disappointing. No, but, but they haven't missed Giannis for huge <laughs> swaths of the season either. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that game, William would be pleased to know, that's a, that's a Kyrie game against the Bucks. Ah, if he's not hurt or out right. for some other reason. Right. Or if, or if he uh, doesn't have a sage connection in Milwaukee. Do you, I really think that the sage thing is, is I feel like maybe people are, you know, maybe it's being from New Mexico or whatever. I don't even find the sage thing that, 
that weird. Do you? Burning sage before a game to purge bad vibes? Yeah, I think it's a little bit weird. I mean, I'm comfortable with oddness, you know, but like, yeah, I think that, um, you know, it is definitionally bizarre when no one else does it, right? Yeah, but it's, I mean, but, but I, yeah, I guess just coming from, I feel like sage burning is just like, uh, it's not like that abnormal. Yeah, if you go to like parents house or something there might be some sage a little sage burn or something but what you know what are we yeah hippies are into it right well and he's got the standing rock connection you know to me it it just it's like it's like so many people in new mexico who are like pan religious you know and they're they're taking little bits from different religions and mixing and matching Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. I think I. I. I don't know. It's unusual. I don't think it's like you know morally reprehensible what he's doing. But yeah, I think it's it's undeniably an an odd thing to do. Um, as an NBA player before a basketball game, with the explicit intent of purging bad vibes. Yeah, you got it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why else are you doing it? Right. Okay. Uh. All right, Simon, I think it's time we let our dear listeners go. Hit us up. Let us know what um, places in Cleveland we missed. Yes. Because I'm sure sure there are listeners who know more about Cleveland than either of us, as hard as that is to admit. Yeah. Uh, All right. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we will go ahead and see ya. Next I was tired of my lady We'd been together too long Like a worn out recording Of a favorite song So while she lay there sleeping I read the paper in bed And in the personal columns There was this letter I read